going on, guys? This is here. Welcome to the Kettle Podcast. I have my first guest on here. I appreciate her taking time out of a very, little, very busy day. This is Faith, my sister. Go ahead and say hi to her. Hi. She is my guest for today. I don't have tea. I'm sorry. I have water as a drink of the day, but that's all right. No, oh, I should have brought my guest on the drink. I didn't, but we're only going to be going about 26 minutes, 27 minutes today. I haven't given you guys a podcast in a little while, so I'm sorry. I'm, you know, trying to get back on the schedule with things. But um, today we're going to be talking about WWE versus AEW. Um, AEW is supposed to be going um, live on, excuse me, TNT, I think, October 2nd. So not this Wednesday, but next Wednesday is supposed to be on TV. And I'm definitely going to tune in with that. My sister, we're both going to watch that. Um, I have not watched NXT yet. The season premiere of it. I have not seen it yet. Maybe it was good. Yes. Okay. Maybe I'll go back and watch it on Dodi Network and I'll check that out. Or anything. But um, WWE was AEW. Um, I'm gonna get my guest thoughts. <laughs> okay. The, um, well, first of all, we obviously jumped off the bandwagon of AEW. You know, I feel like I feel like it's definitely gonna be neck and neck for them because AEW has a lot of WWE superstars. And, you know, John Moxley, for example. And, you know, WWE, I will say it has gone upwards, you know, better than it used to be before, you know, started watching it again. So, I feel like sometimes WWE, uh, how do I put this? They, they really don't know how to, I guess you can sort of say, listen to the fans as yeah. to what they want. Yeah, they need to start listening to them more because, obviously, AEW knows what fans want and they're trying to already incorporate that into the show. So I think that's going to be a pro for them. Like I heard it through the grapevine. That, um, they're having Pyro added to Raw next week because Raw is going to be the season. Um, It's going to be like the new season premiere and they're trying to make a big deal out of it. And the draft is coming back in place because of SmackDown and the anniversary, which I'm honestly really excited for because I'm like, you know, I'm really excited because I used to love the Pyro back in the day when I used to watch wrestling. I used to love it. And I'm just ready almost for them to, you know, get a show and, you know, get messed up on words today. Get in the swing of things almost. But um, this past Tuesday, I think Brock Lesnar came back. Really? Yeah, and he um, had fired Kofi Kingston, if I remember right. And I, um, my sister shares the same thoughts that I share on Brock Lesnar. I don't know if I share it with you guys, but I feel like, you know, every time he comes back, it's always he's going after a major championship. And it's like, if I'm backstage and I'm in the company, it's almost like, you know, I'm upset. Well, my guest is here. How would you yeah. feel if you were backstage and you just have a guy well, who can't wrestle and comes back and is automatically given a championship opportunity when you're in the backstage and you're working as hard as you can in order to get an opportunity like that? Pretty irritated. I mean, so many people, you got to think, so many people backstage who actually are way better than Brock Lesnar can wrestle way better. And deserve, like Ricochet, for example, he got a championship for what? Not even a full month? Yeah, what was that? And the United States Championship? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. And he yeah, didn't yeah. even get it for a full month, and he already lost it to AJ Styles, who held like a bunch of championships. Oh, yeah, I remember that. He um he beat Small Joe from there. I forgot which pay per view. And then, like, two weeks later, he ended up losing the date. I always thought that was stupid because yeah. it seems like. The United States Championship and the Intercontinental Championship aren't really being held to that high standard that it used to be. And um, it's sort of, you know, it, it does get a little irritating because, like, you know, I feel like 
my favorite championship growing up was the Intercontinental Championship. I just loved the way the title looked and everything. <laughs> and I also like the United States Championship. I was never too keen on the WWE Championship or the World Heavyweight Championship. I just, I liked the... The inter- side championships. Yeah, I liked the side championships more because, you know, it's for the mid-card wrestlers. And, you know, I guess you could say they didn't get as much TV time mm-hmm. as all the main superstars on there. And it was just like, you know, once you saw them, it was like, you know, oh, awesome. Like, I mean, I love watching Jeff Hardy jump off ladders when he had the Intercontinental Championship. I love Chris Jericho putting people on the walls of Jericho mm-hmm. when he had the championship. It was just, it was awesome to, I guess, you know, have those guys back in the day as champions and put the title, I almost want to say, on the same level as the WWE Championship or the World Heavyweight Championship. But nowadays, like, you know, it's like, I mean... They almost don't even matter. They, they don't even matter no more. And it's just like, you know, they don't even have qualifying matches for who's going to go against AJ Styles for the United States Championship or for Shinsuke Nakamura for the Intercontinental Championship. It's just like, you know, it's looked, it's looked down upon them. I mean, the 24-7 Championship oh is held to higher standard <laughs> than that. I, I love the belt, though, actually, yeah. like 24-7 Championship. But, um, yeah, got off the bandwagon thing. You know, at first I was one of those people, or both of us were, we were yeah. those people where it was like, you know, I can't wait till AEW comes on television, but I can't really grade it yet. By the way, I will probably grade the uh, actual show, AEW, on its first night. I'll probably grade it, let you guys know how I thought on that. Like, I remember when we, uh, I can't remember what it uh, was called, but it was on YouTube, and we, you know, were so excited. Kenny Omega came out. Oh, yeah, it was the um, AEW, uh, I don't know, was it announcing All In? I don't think it was All In. No, it was Double or nothing, I think. No, it was double and It was one of those pay-per-views or something that they were announcing. And yeah, uh, Kenny Omega, oh, Chris Jericho came out and he attacked Kenny Omega. That's when they got their match against each other. And then that's when John Moxley came, I think, during that match. And that's when he came to AEW. So yeah, by the way, if you guys haven't seen, I don't know if I should be saying this on my what? podcast. Uh, if you guys haven't listened to the talk of Jericho, um, with John Moxley, that is a good podcast. I listened to that when I was working one day because I was bored out of my mind. But um, that is a great podcast to listen to yeah. if you want to know a story. Go ahead. And, you know, for AEW, I, after watching that, I was like, let me check out this Kenny Omega guy. And to be honest with you, he's a pretty good wrestler. He was really good. I'm glad he didn't go to WWE because, trust me, if he would have worked there, they would have not used him very well. Yeah, they, they would have ruined him. And that's, mm-hmm. um, that's what John Moxley was saying how WWE ruined his character, Dean Ambrose, that's what he's known as, for those of you who don't know who John Moxley is, they ruined his character and everything, and I, I can't blame the guy, really, and I hate it when superstars, like, Seth Rollins made a comment earlier, I think, on his Twitter page, and he was like, you know, why are you all like, ugh, you don't like Seth? <laughs> what you about to say, uh, yeah. He made a comment of, like, you know, I don't know why people are upset, or people want to leave WWE, this is the greatest, you know, wrestling business in the world. And it's like, dude, of course you're going to say that. Because, you know, you're on the top of the card. You're not the jobber sitting backstage wishing, you know, you were getting more time on TV. Like, I follow Matt Hardy on YouTube. It's sad to see a great talent like that. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, he just goes to yeah. waste. And it's like, it's disappointing. I mean, it's it like really his gimmick is. Really cool. I know. You ever watched it? You don't understand how hard it is to be Matt Hardy videos? I, I'll show you that after we get done with the podcast. But yeah, those are hilarious. If you haven't seen those on YouTube, go check those out. He did one for his birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Matt Hardy. Yeah. He did one for his birthday yesterday, and I, I laughed. That really made my day because it was like, man. But it also upset me because it was like, WWE has this great talent that they could do something with, and they just, I mean, don't do anything with it. Yeah. That's why I'm kind of scared for The Fiend, because I don't want that to turn into another Matt Hardy thing where 
you know, it, I don't know, goes on for a couple of months and then she's just not used again. Yeah, that's your point, which a lot of people, since we're talking on the theme, let's get on that. Um, yeah. At the uh, next pay-per-view, Hell in the Cell, it's going to be um, The Fiend versus Seth Rollins. And a lot of people are like, you know, The Fiend needs to win he the does. championship. Because if he doesn't, you know, he's going to just be one of those guys where, like, almost sort of like Braun Strowman. Like, we went to go see Clash of Champions. Uh, we were in the fans. We were live there. Yeah. It, was, it was so much fun. I enjoyed it. But, um... Braun Strowman lost, and it was kind of like, you know, every time Braun Strowman is put in a universal title match, you expect him to lose. It's like, you know, Vince McMahon is going to let him get the belt. It's just like you expect him to lose, so I don't, you know, want that to happen with The Fiend almost, because I enjoyed the Firefly Funhouse and everything. I think it's really enjoyable and really fun, but, you know, I just don't want to mess it up. You know, like you said, you don't want him to be another Mad Hardy where he's used, and then, you know, it's like WWE sort of almost forget about him after he's... Lost a couple matches and everything and all that. But, um, I guess that's our thoughts on WWE vs. AEW. Let's get, um, I guess let's get history in a way. Um, I talked about it on my podcast, like, conspiracy theories. I mean, you know conspiracy theories and stuff. Yes. Okay, so I talked about conspiracy theories and stuff. You know John F. Kennedy and all that. Um, you know the conspiracy theories with that. Or, you want... Give me, like, a quick little one down. <laughs> So, some people say, I mean, you know what happened, right? Got shot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's not funny to laugh at somebody's Sorry, death like that. Know. But yes, he uh. got shot. But um, it was, he got shot by a sniper. You know, Lee Harvey Oswald, dude. Yeah, 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 he got shot by him. And a lot of people say, you know, it wasn't here. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I'm too. But, you know what they say, um, if you yawn and a person right next to you yawns, that means you're related. I heard that from somebody I don't know who. That, I don't know. No, but, um, maybe true. Yeah, I guess maybe. But um, oh shoot, man, what was that? On? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He um shot President Kennedy, and a lot of people saying there was more than one guy who actually you know was able to kill him. Some people say it was the CIA because they wanted to get rid of him because the whole civil rights era, and he was for you know the African Americans and stuff like that. A lot of people say you know Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone. They say. Three people actually, you know, were able to shoot him and get the shots in. They say the bullet curved and hit him a specific way. It's just, it's all these things that go into it. And I mean, I'm not, you know, into conspiracy theories, but I was talking to my dad one of these days, and um, he was talking about people landing on the moon. And he was like, well, if, you know, I asked him, well, do you think the moon landing's fake? He was like, um, I, I, I don't know. He was a little, you know... He questioned it a little because he was like, well, if we landed on the moon, how come nobody's been there ever since? And then I was kind of like, you know, yeah. he's got a good he's point a there. Yeah. How come nobody's ever been to the moon since, you know, everything that happened? Uh, I think it was 1969, Neil Armstrong. Um, I think it was a junior. I don't think it was junior. No. It, it wasn't junior. What, the first man to land on the moon? Neil Armstrong, I know it, yeah. it was him, but it was a junior senior. I don't know. But, uh, no, it was, it was him. Okay, senior. yeah. Neil, Neil Armstrong. But, um, yeah. I question. Yeah, I'm very tired. I may take a nap after this. But uh, I question that almost as he said that, and I was just starting to think. You know, I mean, I don't know. Did we land on the moon? But back to the whole John F. Kennedy thing and everything. I guess you know. What, what do you think about that? I mean, do we have evidence? Like, is there a lot of evidence towards if it was three or more people? Well, a lot of people say. Um, I think it was three shots that were fired. Uh, one hit him in the neck. I think one hit him in the brain. I 
think. Do not quote me on that. I I am not into the whole JFK assassination thing. I just felt like this was something good to talk about, I guess. And sort of brainstorm about what you think about uh, about the topic. But, yeah. If I had three shots, I think. And, um... Yeah, he's got shot in the neck, shot in the head. I know, you know, if you guys never saw the video of the bullets slowly hitting him, I mean, the impact of that was just... That was ridiculous. Do I, mean, I dare watch it? I mean, I show you as a podcast, but it's just like, you know, you actually see his brain sort of like no, almost I... fly out of his head. Like, I mean, yeah. And y'all know I can't watch some videos like that, but you know, it just, I just, mean, everybody's talking about it, so I had to watch it. But, um, yeah, some people say it was three people, but you, back to your question of if they have evidence. Well, they found the rifle that he used. Um, fingerprints. Yeah, they, I, I don't know if they got fingerprints on it. See? I don't know. They didn't have. Um, well, this you got to think this is 1963, so it's not like technology that we have nowadays. I'm pretty sure you know they're able to get fingerprints off it, but I mean, I just I don't think they did. But well, if they still have it, why don't why wouldn't you know since 2019? If they still have it, give it to. Well, you got to think all these officers put their hands on it and everything, so you know there's different fingerprints and stuff on it nowadays. But um. Yeah, I see, I see your point with that, Why when they do it now. But yeah, all the officers t- put their fingers on it and stuff. I mean, I personally think that, um, I think I think he did it alone. I think he was just such a, an amazing shot. And I, I know I already talked about this one time on my podcast, guys, but I have a guest here, so <laughs> I'd like to get her thoughts on it. But I think he was one man. He was just such a great shot. Because let's be honest, um, you drive through a motorcade, I mean, it's it's a simple shot, really. I've shot a sniper rifle before. I've, it's a very simple shot. It wasn't windy. It wasn't, you know, the weather wasn't crazy or anything like that. By the way, those of you who didn't know, it actually rained during the day. It, he was supposed to ride with the top on because it rained earlier during the day. But it cleared up and he, he rode with the top off because he wanted to wait there. Just, you know, a little, you know, like, hmm, you know, it's, I wonder how it would have turned out if he would have, you know, had the top on. Just a little something to think about. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, did I answer your question, I guess? Yeah. Or did I go off track a little <laughs> no. bit? I was about to say, <laughs> yeah. I tend to go off track, but, um, yeah, go ahead. Um, I mean, it's one of those things that you would very much have to ponder on, and, hmm, I don't know, because... I guess it's hard to put it into words, I guess. But, yeah, I agree with you. What if, well, if things would have been different, if he would have rode with the top on, would, have, would it have been a different outcome? But do I think two, three people, or was it just him? Wasn't he, like, the, in, like, the military or something? Who? Uh, um, Lee Harvey also? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a Marine yeah, sniper. So that does kind of give you another of your It gives you an edge almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Since, you know, like you said, he could have just been a good shot or... I just met three people. Okay, good, good. <laughs> um, I guess this is this commercial is brought to you by. Uh, I was about to say I've been listening to too many podcasts, guys. But um, yeah, I guess that's our thoughts. So, what are we at? Fifteen minutes. I do not have a lot of topics to talk about today. Maybe I'll end it. You have any other like interesting ones? I don't know. Maybe today will just be a real quick podcast because I'm at. Fifteen minutes right now. Ah, oh, I'm trying to. Th- I'm trying to think yeah. right now, guys. Um, let me see. I'm trying to think. Uh, would you like to talk about Antonio Brown? 
Oh, yeah, Antonio Brown, Sound, man. Yeah. Or, better yet, you watched the game yesterday with the Pants, right? You watched at least a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Cam Newton. What's going on with them? Oh, yes, I mean, let's talk. <laughs> what's going on with them? I'm mean, very passionate about this. I just, I watched Cam Newton play the first two games. The first one, who do we go against first week? For the preseason or? Oh, regular season. Who do we go against the first week? I know we lost both those games. I know second week we went against the Buccaneers. First week we went against the Rams. Yeah, 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 it was the Rams. It wasn't until the second game that, to me, it felt like something was sort of off a little bit. Like, you know, it just, he Cam wasn't playing the way he's supposed to be playing. Now, they blamed it on a left tackle because he got sacked. Oh, my gosh. It, it <laughs> felt, at least, to me, it felt like the man got sacked seven times in the game. He probably didn't get sacked seven times. It was probably a good four times he got sacked. But to me, it's just like almost... Every time he got on the field, he got sacked. I was like, oh, my goodness, what are we doing? It was, it, it honestly got to the point where I was like, I can't do this. And I just went to bed on a Thursday night game with, when we went against the Buccaneers. I just was getting a little upset at it. But um, I think Cam is just, I don't know if it's injuries. I don't know if he's not into the game no more. Yeah, that's what I think it is. I don't think you don't he's, think he's into the game? I no don't more? think he's interested anymore because if you go back to like our old games, like that one season where we uh, were like fifteen to one, that was our yeah, best yeah. season. That yeah. was when I guess we were at our high. We were at and high he was, you know, were. jumping around, mm-hmm. giving a ball to everybody. Now it's just like you know, he's I, interested in his clothes. I, I don't, I mean, yeah, he's interested in clothes, and it's like I think after the Super Bowl and after we lost that game. I think that kind of took a hit. That kind of, you know, I guess messed him up. And, you know, I just think that did something to him almost. And it's triggered something off him to where it's like, you know, I don't know if he thinks he's not good enough. I don't know if he's, you know, I I don't know what it is. I guess I put myself in his mindset. I guess what I'm speculating what his thought was, if we went to the Super Bowl and we didn't win, why should I even start playing better? But it's like, you know, he, he's just not doing good. Like, But um, I backup. Oh, what was his name? I forgot the guy's name. Yeah. But, uh, but I backup did amazing. That played on Sunday? Yeah, he did amazing this past Sunday. The score was like, I think, 30 to 20. 20? Mm-hmm. It was like, I mean, I don't know if Cam should be, if Cam should be worried about. I don't know if he should be worried about, you know, his starting position now, per se. But I think In if. the future. Because he's not playing next week either. Oh, back, No, the back is Thank week. goodness. So I, <laughs> I think. <laughs> If our back was in and we win that game also and we do as good as we did against the, um, who do we play against? Uh, who do we play against this past? Cardinals, Cardinals. against the Cardinals. I think, and if, let's just say Cam comes back the week after, and we lose badly, I think, you know, we, uh, I think. Cam needs to step down for a little bit. I, I almost want to say that, you know. But you have to think it's not the preseason, it's the regular season. So all this matters if you want to make it to the playoffs and stuff like that. But it's almost like, you know, he's not the same. And he doesn't run like he, you know, wants to. And like I said, it could be injuries. It could be, you know, he's injured and things are messed up and all that. Or after injuries he's had before and it's coming. And, you know, it's messing him up. I don't know. But I just, you know, feel like he's not playing like the way he is supposed to. And it gets a little infuriating all a big word. <laughs> Infuriating, almost. And it gets a little upsetting because it's like, you know, I know what this guy's capable of. You, you know? It's like, you know what he's capable of, but he's just not... He's not doing it to his full ex- extent. Yeah, he's not playing the way he's supposed to be playing. And it's like, you know, 
I just, I don't know. Because we got our first passing touchdown of this, the season. I know, of the season this past game. And I rolled my eyes out like at that because I was like, how does, how, how does a backup do that? How does that? a backup do and that? Our main, and our main quarterback doesn't. I just don't think Cam wants to play football anymore. Either that or the injuries are piling up on him and he just, I don't know. No, but he's like still a young guy, I think. Yeah, he's like twenty. I don't know if he's, he's yeah, he's like twenty something years old. But yeah, yeah, I think he's been playing for it a good, I think over a good. Let me see, a good over six years. I think it was over six years he's been playing more than six years. Let me say that. I think. Don't quote me on that. But um, yeah. So Cam's playing a while, and uh, I mean they call him Superman. So why can't he play real good? <laughs> But uh, we're at 20 minutes right now, guys. I think this is where we're going to end it. I'm sorry for, you know, if I didn't get all the topics right and everything. I apologize. I will be more prepared. Next time I uh, come back to you guys, uh, I guess it's the kettle where we brew all the tea. I didn't have tea today. I apologize. I know some of you are going to be upset because some of you are like, why, you know, doesn't he ever have tea on his podcast? I will. Next time I have a guest, I'll get them some of the drink also. You know, I kind of felt bad. I had water, but my guest didn't have none. And I know when you talk a lot, you know. I know, you get this, and your mouth gets a little dry. I'm going to maybe go take a nap, guys. I'm a little tired right now. I may go eat some ice cream or something. Um, This is Kel Podcast. We'll be all tea. My guest, Faith, that's her name, my sister. I appreciate her being on the podcast. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, Take time out of your busy schedule and out of your busy day. I don't know when is the next time I'm going to get another guest on here. Maybe we will. We will see about that. Kettle Podcast, Super Real Tea. Peace out, guys, and I hope you have an awesome rest of your day.